Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. It's 2023. Oh my god! Uh, we've. Oh my here. god! I know. We made it this far. Who, yeah. who could have thought? Who, who could have thunk it? Who Happy could've... New Year! Happy New Year! By the time this, this one goes at video, this goes out, it'll be a little bit past New Year. Everyone will be like, "Oh yeah, boring." Uh, yeah. Everyone will be used to typing 2023 into things. Or Everybody's already things. done the, the the 2022 death count. My favorite part <laughs> of a New Year. Everybody looks back, and you get that big Sergeant Pepper's style montage of <laughs> all the famous people that passed away in 2022. More prominent oh. ones right at the front, wearing you know bright blue and bright bright red Beatles style sort of thing. So this year it was uh, mm. the Queen. She oh was yeah, right her match, of course. Yeah, and she was wearing her uh, her Beatles uh, ensemble as well. So there you go. You know, we we almost lost uh, Jeremy Renner this year. Of course, was uh, in a terrible snowplow accident. Yes, um, as I understand it, he was snowplowing, got out to talk to somebody, and the snowplow started to roll away or roll over. Yeah, and he yeah. got in it to try to stop it, and then got run over by his snowplow. Yeah, you yeah, should yeah, never yeah. get in to try to stop a um, an out-of-control vehicle, no matter how fast or slow it's going, right? What if it was headed towards five people on a train track, and you either get in it and divert it and potentially injure yourself or let it roll into five people? I think the outcome right. is always going to be you're going to injure yourself. So right. I would say the best thing to do is to do like a uh, cross my heart and hope to die, you know, like a really quick one, you know, like people do like on a plane or something <laughs> when it's turbulent <laughs> right. and then just hope for the best. Hopefully that's just enough, you know? I think you'd go to prison though, if if they could prove that you'd left your snowplow. I don't a... think they'd send you if they saw you do a cross my heart, hope to die quick. Uh, like if they the... check the CCTV footage yeah. and they saw your that Honor, you were- objection. I was doing a holy sign, your honor. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did cross his heart and hope to die, so he did all he could. He did everything. Oh, well, that's what it's called. What's the cold thing when you do the side? It's not called cross your heart. Genu- it's it's called genuflecting, isn't it? <laughs> I think something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think mine's better, actually. I think mine's much better. <laughs> I like. I, do you think that he, um, because he's a superhero, uh, he dived into the? Because you see, some people, some people, some people react like instantly, like almost like subconsciously. They see something happen, they run in, and they can't stop themselves. Right? Other people. Look at the situation. Like I'm, I'm going to run away from this situation, and they run away. Right? Do you reckon, like, the deterministic nature of our world? Like he, he was, he because he played a superhero. If, if, if instead he played like I don't know some different character, like a coward character, <laughs> would he have run away instead? I, it's hard to say. I think uh, yeah. Jeremy Renner is. Um, he's done some brave things in his life. Uh, starting an app, the Jeremy Renner app. That was a brave decision. Uh, he just right. called it that. It was it was an app purely for sharing pictures and things of, of Jeremy Renner. Oh right, as if there wasn't already, say, Instagram or yeah. Facebook or Twitter. This was the the Renner app um, or something like that. Uh, now we were talking about this when I was streaming the other day, and Jeremy Renner has been in some big movies. 
He's been in Oscar-winning movies. Um, I still think if you showed a picture of him to most people, they would not necessarily know who he was. They'd be like, oh, he was, uh, he was uh, a Hawkeye. Right. He was the, the bow guy in the Avengers movies. Or, you know, they... they that's so the only thing I know him from. Yeah. Right. Well, that's so, a, I, I think if you're popular through superhero movies, that's... Uh, that's uh, I can understand that. Because m- myself, I don't watch many of them. So if somebody is famous just through playing a superhero, the likelihood is I will not know who they are at right. all. Right, you know them from the superhero, but yeah. I yeah. mean, I always get which Chris it is mixed up. Because there's like Chris, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, there's a few other Chris's knocking about. Uh, so I know it's a Chris that plays Captain America, but I wouldn't swear to which one. Right? No, it's but not Chris Pratt. Because Chris no, Pratt, it's not Chris Pratt. He's, Chris Pratt's he's a guy Star-Lord. from Parks and uh, Recreation. Yes, but he's also yeah. Star Lord in the same series of movies in the in that the, the Marvel universe. So I know oh, right, Chris okay. Pratt from uh, other things. But yes, sorry, I, I was just trying that, to help you out. I no, guess. no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but he's just like Jeremy Renner is not famous enough to have an actor. Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. Him, yeah. The See, there's Evans yes. and Hemsworth and Pine, right? So I think it's Chris. Evans. And love but then when well. I hear Chris yeah. Evans, I think of Big Breakfast and TGI Friday and Big Breakfast. Or TFI Friday, I should say, and stuff Don't like forget that. your toothbrush. Don't forget your toothbrush, that. those things. So Chris Evans is on TFI. He was on Big Breakfast and TFI Friday? Man. So that Big guy Breakfast. Had every weekday lockdown, dude, pretty much. Big Breakfast was his big break, if you like. Yeah. Uh, and then he left that and they brought in Johnny Vaughan and Denise Van Outen, yeah. if you remember. And then he did TFI Friday. Which was huge. And then he did Don't Forget Your Toothbrush. I think that was the order. And then he sort of, I think he he was on Top Gear, isn't he on Top Gear? But he he, was, he, uh, his he, peak was in the 90s and early 2000s. He early did Top Gear for like a season after Clarkson and his his goons left. Yes. Left is a good way of putting it. Well, whatever. Get They got... Well, he, well, Clarkson himself got uh, got fired, and then Indeed. more recently, he was he got in some more hot water, didn't he? For some, um, he he wrote like an article about uh, Meghan Markle, I think, saying that they should so shoot much her or happened. something. Yeah, what a year it's been already. <laughs> I know, We're only crazy, five yeah. days in. Yeah, yeah. So so rich. Um, yeah. Uh, did you have a good break? Did you have a good Christmas and New Year? Did you can have I, a can good? I just I want to hear about request. what you guys He's were requesting. Up to, yeah. um, I'd like to make a request. I don't want to talk about Christmas for the whole podcast. I no, want no, to, we don't no, have want to. Talk very about, I want to talk about any, There's not any, much to say about it. Yeah. Really. I just want to hear any interesting anecdotes, family things. Let me tell you, you something did. interesting. Okay. Oh, in like hyperspeed, we chucked out our Christmas tree today, and that's that. Fuck yeah! Nice. Another one, another one down, baby. And now we yeah. now it, this is like a it's it's like a full year before I have to be hassled by Christmas again. So I'm happy. What a cheerful sentiment. Well, no, that's you did. You're the one who didn't want to talk about Christmas. I don't want to talk about busy, it. No, all right, fine. We're, we're, I'm we'll not flaming. Put that- I, I said that what a cheerful I'm I just don't like the I don't like the occasion at all, honestly. It's you don't whole... like anything about Christmas? No, because it's just so much work. Like when you have really small kids, it's just too much work. Like I have three small kids who all right. still believe in Santa Claus and stuff. Yeah. Man, it's too much work. Oh, believe me, that's the that's when it's actually at least got some element of fun. No, because now I it, feel now like it's when they're older, just... I can just excuse myself from a lot of it, you know? I'll just be like, <laughs> oh, I gotta go build a train or something. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that right, with small right. kids because they need you to so put batteries did, yeah. in things you got to throw out all the garbage that they make from opening stuff whatever you know like there's there's too many little jobs to do around it mm-hmm. yeah it's a million little annoyances you have to be there all the time yeah yeah i i i can i can appreciate it i went on a holiday over new year uh, yeah, where'd to, you go? To a, a Scottish uh, holiday house. Right. Well, it's weird because you go obviously, there with? like your parents. I went with with the Spiffing Brits. 
Mm. Uh, nice. Mango. And I went with RT Game right. and his partner. Nice. And I went with a couple of their friends as well. So it was like seven of us. And it was, it was, it was, I, I was just, I think I was just so tired. Yeah. After Jingle Jam and after Christmas, I just like slept a lot. I we we slobbed around. We played a load of uh, board games, different board games. We I read like two books. It was just very chill. That sounds great. Um, I mean, I would like yeah. Christmas if that happened to me every year. Honestly, it doesn't. I mean, though. now now it is very chill. Like I I literally sat on the sofa for whatever it was. My mum was up as well, which is a whole different kind of stress. But yeah. she takes she does a lot of the menial shit that I can't be bothered to do. Yeah, she enjoys doing it when she's here. I tell her not to, and we had an argument about it. But she wanted to do it, so I was like, fine. <laughs> so she she does all. I feel the, like this is just, just deja vu. Every yeah, time, yeah, it's like yeah. she you does the dishwasher and all this down. stuff, and it's like you know, it is what well, it we, is. We went, I like doing the dishwasher. We went I crazy like doing this year. We went crazy yeah. this year because we actually went away for a week and got back the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah, with, that is with, mad. With three small kids, but honestly, it was uh, it was kind of nice because while we were away, we just we felt like we avoided a lot of like the mayhem of the the season you know we'd already done all of our shopping we'd already wrapped everything ready for when we got back because we knew it would be tough to get back and still have a lot to do so in in some ways it actually organized us a lot more and while we were away we actually just enjoyed being away and and resting and stuff like that the the baby went on a plane for the first time which mm. is pretty good uh she hated it but on the way back she slept so it was it, it all worked out it was pretty good it was nice and we rented a uh we rented a car and the guy's like oh i've got a treat for you I thought, you know, I just rented a dad mobile because I just need the space, you know, like I wasn't after anything fancy or whatever. And he's like, uh, guess what you're getting? I was like, uh, I don't know, like a scenic or something. <laughs> he's like, nope, we're giving you a Mercedes SUV. <laughs> it's like some fully loaded top of the line, uh, brand new Mercedes SUV. It was nice. Party bus. Yeah, it was amazing. Nice. The inside nice, was nice. so pimped out as well. It was crazy. It had like champagne. Oh, it had buttons for everything. Like it was just, it was nuts. And uh, you should have seen the the uh, the leg space in the back seat as well. The the kids were loving it, man. There was just so much space they could like almost like completely lay down on the seats mm. and stuff. Great, it was really good. You know, my 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 kids uh, my Big kids really to want the... us to get an electric car. Yeah, because you know they're young and they understand that the the planet is going to die before they get to use it. And I was like, um, well, kids, the problem is getting an electric car is really difficult because I've never bought a new car. I don't believe in buying a new car. I think it's no. a massive waste of money. I'm sure a lot of people agree. Yeah, I know. Secondhand electric cars, you got to wait for a bit. Right? They're there's, so expensive. Yeah. I mean, the ones that you can get, they haven't got a huge amount of mileage on. I'm sure they're fine cars, but they're little and they still yeah. cost like eight or nine grand. Yeah. I looked up and that, so I looked up on Auto Trader. Secondhand electric cars. I had to go within within fifty miles of London, which is quite a big chunk of the country, like a fifty mile radius circle centered on London. That's quite a big area. Twelve. There were twelve electric cars for right. sale, um, hmm. and they were all very expensive or reasonably priced, but tiny. One of them was that one that you've seen that looks like they got partway through building a normal car and then stopped. The Renault Zoe, I think, is the one you're talking about. It's not about. the Zoe. It's Zoe's like pretty a, small. It looks nice, but it's quite small. No, it's not the Zoe. It's called something like the Stinky. The Nissan Leaf. Like Is it a <laughs> no, Nissan no, Leaf? No, no, no. Listen, it doesn't have a body like a car. It looks oh. like a forklift truck. 
oh. kind of thing. It's like it's like a one or two person. Yeah, affair. you're not going to go on a cross country trek with that bad boy. Where are am you? I going to put the kids and the luggage? The yeah. dog. Like this God is damn. impossible. Um, so I said to the kids, "Look, I would like to get an electric car. I'm sure they're great. I know Spiff has the uh, the Tesla and was telling me about that. And and yeah, you know, I know other people I got who've to, got, them got to ride it up to Scotland. Yeah. It was, it's it's a nice. Did it's it drive nice itself? Right. Did you let? Did you put it in automatic mode? You can't. I don't. I don't think you can like fully. I think it, it gives you a lot of help, um, but it's. But you can't like it doesn't drive itself. Um, it's it's cool. I, I think the issue for me is the charging, right? Like it it doesn't. It, there were a lot of like. There's always an issue. You have to find an electric charging port. If if and uh, if, do you park on the road? Um, like if you park your, on the road, there have, are sometimes you, charging. Points. I don't park on the road. Yeah, but no. do you have a do you have a garage, um, PFLEX, or like? No, a, I don't. I a road in, in London, a garage is very yeah, rare. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're you're gonna struggle to. It's it's well, I no, think, no. I think you you want to charge your car at home, right? Yeah, and yeah, if you're yes, parking but, on but the I road, can. I can. Uh, the, the 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 telephone poles around here, or the 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 light poles. What are they called? Street light. Poles. The streetlights. They have a little latch. You open up the thing, and there's a charging port there. Like that's yeah. quite common in London. So uh, we, there are about four or five people on the road that have electric cars. They charge them. You see at night, there's like a hose going between the car and the charging port. Like that. That's a thing. There's one right near our house. It, w- it wouldn't be okay. a problem. The only thing it's is being adopted. That's the only good. thing is. If they're all being used, what do you do? And also, how long does it hold the charge? Because I, I, we only, we only drive the car like once a week. Um, it's good for you a couple I mean? of hundred miles, honestly. Long. Like it's, uh, I think it's like. I mean, overnight and stuff. Like if oh, I charge it up, well, is it overnight, good for a week? Pl- or? You plug it, you plug it in, and then it, no, no, it's, no. It's like good how for long up, does it? The charge. How is long good does the to, charge hold? Is what oh, I'm I think it. I think it holds, and then it expends over the course of about two hundred miles. They tell me, mm. but. You get some top-ups because uh, some of them have solar paneling the uh, door. To, to help top up. And uh, also you get uh, you get a top-up because uh, everything is integrated into like the, the brakes. So the uh, when you're braking, it uh, produces a little bit of a boost for the uh, the battery as well, I'm told. Well, I mean, that's very standard. That's pretty standard that's, stuff, that's, yeah. That's a dynamo that is part of normal cars as well. I mean, that's, well, that, we've had that sort of technology for a long time. Yeah, so, so I, I think it I gives think... you like a little bit more juice. But uh, like, uh, like for long trips, you have to um you'd have to charge up partway for sure like mm. more so than you would have to fill it up with um with petrol or whatever but uh, yeah. then you have the added benefit of parking up at your house and just plugging it in overnight and uh and you're fully charged you know i think um i i think it'll get better in bigger places but for smaller places it it, it seems like a really really good proposition like for where i, I live th- for yeah. example would be perfect i think there's a few places that you can charge for free but Spiff said to me that I think it used to be about a tenner to fill fill the tank inverted commas, but now it's more like twenty. Yeah, so it's, it's still a lot up. cheaper than yeah. petrol. Yeah, for you sure. You definitely save money on that. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Before we uh, spend the entire podcast talking about electric cars, as fascinating as they are, they're not fascinating. And I brought it up. Um, you want to talk about birds or hands or something else that's no. like incredible? Or something else? <laughs> you ever just looked at your hand though? And just thought, Jesus, fuck, how does this thing work? Like, Do you smoke is- a lot of weed at home? Genuinely, no, I, I agree. I, wish I, I, did, I am amazed by the world. Like, I woke up the other day and was very much like, God, what are we? Like these fleshy lumps, like bimbling around until we go wrinkly and <laughs> die. I don't go that deep. I look at my hands sometimes and I think, Fuck, my fingers are moving. Like this is crazy. But and then I so I stop there. Like I'm not mm. I'm not getting into. It. I don't have time. But uh, yeah, if I see a bird, I'm like, Holy <laughs> just shit! A how did he, to contemplate? How the fuck hands. did he get up there? Like, what's he doing? You know? No, I I want to talk about. 
about the Thomas the Tank Engine fandom. Oh, right, okay. So this is a long route to a very weird part of the internet, okay? I follow an account on Twitter called Take That Darwin, which is people generally saying, if evolution is real and we came from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? Uh, Which you can type verbatim into Google and it will give you multiple articles explaining why. I'm not going to do that here. Do it on your own time. It's very obvious when you think about it, but the answer is right there. This guy tweeted that. And whenever I see this, I always check the replies. And it's either people saying, yeah, or people saying, you're an idiot. And I looked at this guy's profile and he was saying, people call me the most toxic member of TTE fandom. And they call me the scum of TTE fandom, but they're wrong. And that was one of his tweets. It must be. TTE is Thomas Tank Engine. Thomas Tank Engine. So I thought, TTE fandom, what the heck is that? I noticed he had Thomas the Tank Engine as his portrait. On, on Twitter. And I noted that a lot of the other people he'd interacted with also had Thomas the Tank Engine characters as their avatars. And I dug a little deeper and there was some big drama in the Thomas the Tank Engine community. Right. And there was, yeah, was, it, there was, was it because of the Biggie remix? Do you think that did no, it? That it tipped them over? the Biggie remix. Oh. I think that created it. No, this was this was just, these are adults. I gotta listen to that Who Biggie are really now. into Thomas the Tank Engine and still make fan movies about Thomas and his friends a lot. And they, they're all CGI. They've made these, they're full stories. They try to stay orig- true to the original canon of the original series. There's all kinds of debates about it. They try and add backstories and characters to them. That they yeah, work on- but okay, for all that, that's that's all fine and dandy. But is there a, is is there is there a lot Say of these it. videos on uh, Pornhub? Exactly where I was going. Like oh this has God. to be a sex thing. There's no way it's not. Thomas and Percy. Mm. Decouple Percy. Decouple. <laughs> it hurts. It's hurting me. Stop oh, shunting no. me, Percy. <laughs> Stop shunting. Shunt me harder. Shunt me, shunt me, shunt me. Oh, no, my God. controller is just jerking off in the control tower. That really it. stokes my boiler. <laughs> Go on, my little train. Shunt. <laughs> He's watching on the CCTV. Yeah. Sliver shunt. style. Oh, man. Um, so, no, the, the, there's this guy. I looked Shunting at, sounds like a really disgusting sex does. thing, actually. He, oh, he, put, he put together an hour and a half long review video of that year's the community's best fan-made movies and stuff like that. And then he got called out for using other people's content, even though that's pretty much how a review works, is you have to show snippets of it in order to review it. You can't just say, try to imagine the following scenes that, I mean, you know, it's not using other people's content if you're reviewing it. If you just put yes, the whole you're, you're thing you're allowed up, to use like a couple of seconds use. or whatever. Yeah, of course. So he's showing sections and breaking it down and saying what he loved about it and giving them awards, the steamy awards, as he called them. Nice. Um, but he was then called out. People called it disgraceful and disgusting that he'd made this video because he decided on what he'd enjoyed most that year and hadn't asked the community to vote. He got a lot of stick for that. Um, it's, okay. a, it's a fascinating dive down into the drama oh. of a micro scene and how everyone involved is just insane. This is, this happens when you... I mean, people disagree with other people's takes, right? We've yeah. had a couple of uh, bonus videos come out over the oh last couple God, weeks. Yes. Right. And uh, you, a lot of people have been like... Very angry with, about with who? our takes. 
All with of it, us. With, with, with all of us. I feel like things. more specifically, probably you, though. And if, and if you're angry, I want you just to step back for a second and realize that this is our take on something. It, we don't, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, yeah no historian's you know, going to use this as a People are going to enjoy things in different oh, wait, ways. Was this, I, I, I hear historians. I immediately think of the, the episode we did on favorite wars. Is that yeah, the one? Yeah, so that went out yesterday. Well, that's the one that went out. Oh, right, but the okay. one that went out prior to that, the Minecraft blocks, I got a lot of people talking about that. Right. I got a, I got a hate thread about it because apparently mm-hmm. I, I wasn't enthusiastic enough. I, I thought I was as respectful as I could be. I didn't I didn't join in as much you're not as... A, you're not a big Minecrafter, it's got to be no, said. You've I never mean, really I, played the oh, game much, so... All right. of these it's podcasts understandable. are going to have a slightly different tone based on how tired we are, how exhausted we are, how many people are ringing the doorbell, what we got to do in the day, what uh, what we've done this week. Like, uh, you know, they're, they're all, some of them are just going to be duplicates of last year's podcasts that we've forgotten about, where we talk about exactly the same Electric shit that we've cars. forgotten about. Yeah. Some of them. Most you know, of them. You're just going to have to get what you get. And I, I don't know why people get so angry about other people's I, I, why don't people get more angry about other people's opinions they do. on things oh my that god they matter. do have you ever been on oh, twitter right. before jesus christ <laughs> oh, right. that's all it is my opinion is better than yours no fuck you i'm canceling you that's all it is it's the it, it is. is. It man really is awful, truth. actually. Yeah, I, I need to quit. So maybe that should be my New Year's resolution. New quit Year's, social media. New Year's resolution. I'm going to stick to the same New Year's resolution I've had for some time now, and I'm going to stick mm-hmm. to not exercising. Or looking after myself because I do that really well and consistently. <laughs> right. And I'm not one of these people who gets to the end like of January and thinks, "Ah, shit, I failed." I'm a, I'm a winner. <laughs> I get to the end, I'm like, "Fuck, I am on track." Like this is yeah. this is still going. January is a thing. I hit the summer. Everyone, I'm like, "Shit, it's still going." I'm still not exercising. Milk. Everyone's offices. Everyone's trying to do eat your falafel for a couple of weeks and realize that they can't live without cheese yeah. for, for two weeks Incredible. or three weeks. Incredible. And, yes, good. Good Veganuary, give it a go. Veganuary? Um, there's, there's all sorts of shit going on. I'm going to do Vaginuary. Yeah, I'm not actually. I'm, I'm fucking... <laughs> That's, is that eat, I'm a, eat a vagina every day? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with vaginas. Keep them away from me. I don't want any more. I'm done. Right. I don't need... Those things make, they make, make kids. They, they spawn too many. I <laughs> 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 got three problems. I'm done. Oh, man. I'm God not even bless. looking at one. God bless. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gazing mm. into one ever again. That's for sure. I'm done gazing, <laughs> gazing, <laughs> lustfully gazing. Is that how, is that how, <laughs> that's how it starts? Yeah. God. Oh god! Don't look at it. It'll <laughs> suck you in. Before you know it, there'll be babies. <laughs> oh, shall they get you? See, but I think the Gorgon or Medusa would have been a lot more successful if she'd have a vagina that turned dudes into stone. Yeah, that would be right. She lure you them see in. the snake hairs. Who's going? over there nobody with the snake hair but if you have you snakes on the ends there. of all of your pubes around <laughs> your vagina that's a different story right i think a lot of guys would still brave it they'd oh, be like yeah, yeah. any holds it. a goal mate hey you know yeah. snakes or no any holds a goal <laughs> Exactly. They're already little. How old, how old could they buy? I always thought the yeah. any holes a goal um, implied that essentially they were bisexual. Um, but I think I, I'm sure g- that most of the people that use that terminology are not. No, I, I just don't thought, think so. You know, but it would count as a goal. Fucking a dude up the ass, though. That would count because you stipulated that it's any hole. hole is a goal. So well, yeah, I think it applies uh, across the board. Yeah, but I think I, I think the primary implication is the uh, the forbidden one, though the the more forbidden one, right? What's that? Well, it's like uh, as if to say, like, um, 
you know, any hole is a goal, right? Like if you're talking about adults, that's one thing. But then if you extend that to say, oh my God. exactly. Oh my God. Yes. Sheep. Yes. Wow. I see. Yeah. I Pokemon. did not go there. Thomas but... the Tank Engine. No. I see what you're, <laughs> I see where this is going. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I had a nice time. I read a couple of books. I read, um, I actually tell you what I read, uh, which you might not think is, it's okay, but who knows? Uh, I read the Thursday Night Murder Club right. uh, by Richard Osman. Oh yeah, who is the guy from Pointless? Yeah, I actually kind of like TV, Richard Osman. I, I guess that makes me people. like a boomer or maybe like a normie or something. But I actually find him kind of funny. Like I, 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 would, um, I wouldn't like seek him out to watch a show with him in it. But if he's a guest on a show or something, I'm not upset about that. Like he's all right. He is the darling of a old folks right the daytime tv crowd the old ladies they love him they love him to bits sure. right yeah. and he's taken that and spun it into a successful novel writing career about a series of very smart old folks in an old folks home who solve mysteries for fun which is kind of a very british sort of thing anyway very sure. Agatha christie and um it's very very english okay you know people are like well do you want a mini cheddar you know they're all very i bought a tube of them this morning just this morning i had to go to the shop get oh, some no. milk and they're getting rid of them and i was like no oh, no you don't and i bought a tube because man i love a them tube. So much. what a like tube. a pringles it tube is, but of yeah of mini they chets. come in like a big fat tubes that you can actually fit your hand into unlike the pringles tubes your your oh. big fat hand can't reach the bottom but these these festive tubes of mini cheddars this is part of the new year's resolution gigantic you can get, get, get you could almost get two hands in there to get the cheddars at the <laughs> jesus bottom. christ yeah. um anyway I, it's so authentic authentically english i don't know well i don't want this to do a book review podcast but i actually really enjoyed it uh, i just it just really put you into the into the into the world and you know of, a, of, a, of people and their local drama and all of their, their gossip and their busy bodying around you and, might like a just... um a documentary that i watched last year i think it was last year it was a um a documentary i think that i think they're all on uh, on on could apply to a week ago no no they're all on oh. iplayer oh. and it's um it was called like i have to look it up but i think it was called like the mole man or something and what they did was okay. they sent an old man, he was like, he's an old Spanish man. He was like in his 80s and they sent him into a care home undercover to like- Oh, I saw that. It was so good. To do reporting for them. Um, oh, so and then, but he was he was quite lonely. Like his 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 partner had died, and uh, I think his kids were, had were like were, were quite a bit older, and they just didn't visit him that much. And he was quite lonely. And it was kind of twofold. It was like we need you to do this secret mission, but also. While he was in there, he made friends and really enjoyed it. And I think he ended. I think he ended up staying in the end, or he goes back to visit because he made some friends and stuff. It was really nice. Man, it was so good though. Like it's. You know, I love the bit where when he's he's in there and the the guy says to him over the radio, "Stop looking like. Stop trying to look like a spy." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he had like his notebook <laughs> and everything. He was taking it so yeah, seriously. It was so funny. Yeah, it's really really it's good. Really good. Seen it. It's really it's good. It's really good. Yeah. 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 So I think he. Um, um, I think I think I think it was a good book. Honestly, it felt wholesome. It felt like it felt warming. It had like emotional bits, and obviously, these guys in this in this retirement home are sort of s perpetually surrounded by death, you know, or or you know, being moved to the inevitable nursing home where they you know where they finally lose their marbles, and so you know they they constantly have this 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 all this kind of 
I mean, the way that Richard Osman writes it, it means that these old folks almost have this new lease on life because they know there's not much life left. And they kind of joke about that all the time. Yeah. And I don't know how real it is, in a sense, um, you know, because I've never been hanging around retirement homes long long term but i'd no, like to think your time quite, don't worry all these old folks say i don't know like the, it's uh, i the, i just liked it i just i thought it was a nice a nice a nice yeah. read um and i enjoyed it and i also read on a completely different thing i read andy weir's um hail mary project which is he, he's obviously the guy who wrote the marsh we, we, yeah i've got that i've stuff. got that i, I haven't read yeah it yet. you recommended it to me i think and it was great i loved it um and I've, I've i really got, really uh, loved the it new cormac mccarthy book i haven't read that yet that's right have you read that have no, you done any no, no? I, I haven't okay. done any reading yet and i got um i got alan rickman's autobiography i heard that was i heard in that he he said that initially he hated the the characters, the all the actors, and they were rubbish. Or at yeah, least oh, at no, some he, point, you're talking about HP. Uh, yeah, Harry the, Potter, yeah. right? He's the, yeah. Is he the bad guy in Harry Potter? Alan Rickman. He is Severus Snape. I've never yeah, seen a Harry guy. Potter or read one. So uh, they're good movies. They're good movies. Your kids will love them. My dude. kids tried to read the books. They didn't like them. No, nah, forget the books. The movies are really good. All right, okay. okay. The movies are really good. They're really fun. I got Mrs. A, F and the kids love. Them. I need a setup. Like my son is at the age now where he wants to watch movies that are just not. No, they're no good for like my two daughters. I need that. I need yeah. to get like a home theater or something set up in the garage. You need some uh, some father some, some time where you can just like I want the Indiana Jones trilogy, Back oh, to the Future yeah. trilogy, the first Jurassic Park. Like, there's so many aliens. movies I want them to see. Terminator Two. Like, oh man, my kids watched Aliens, Pulp last Fiction, year. Reservoir Loved Dogs. It. Like, geez, I, I tried getting them to watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't Pulp Fiction? I just what was went it? under the radar a little. We watched it. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I, I was this age when I was watching. Uh, scary movies and and stuff like yeah, that it didn't mess yeah. me up too bad. No, no. I did get. We did watch Aliens. I said it's scary, but it, it's a little gory. But there's nothing too scary in it. Wow. They thought it was amazing. My say, he's it. got all the the Fall Guys skins, so he's he's raring to go. He he right. needs he needs to make those connections. He needs to. It's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, Alien is disturbingly scary. Yes, like it really it's is tense. terrifying. It's tense. As Aliens hell, right? is more of an action movie. I mean, yeah, I thought Aliens at... was scary when I saw it. I must have been about right. eleven or twelve when I first saw it, and I was yeah, petrified. It's scary. Yeah, I thought it was scary as shit. But it's not like the, terrifying the, the way that Alien. The entire Marvel back catalogue is a good shout. I mean, all of that can be watched by any age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then again, like a lot of these are all he really family liked movies, the, He right? likes Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and he really liked Ghostbusters Afterlife, the, the more the more recent one that came uh, out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's yeah. 11, right? Like, it's No, but again, it's, it's that's... It's it's not bad. It's not an adult. Well, it's a, it's it's again. I think back in the eighties, you know, the, all these things you mentioned were the mainstream movies, yeah. but they were also family friendly. Mostly, like you could take your yeah. kids to these things, yeah. and there would be like a little bit of if someone would say shit once in Jurassic Park or whatever. Sure. But yeah. you know, that was that was you know that was like seen as the worst bit and you know if someone would get eaten by a, a tyrannosaurus and it would have a bit of mild peril but even jurassic park and all those movies are all family movies my, my parents my, my parents never got really hung up on uh, swearing like as as being a, a problem you know like we were not not like we weren't like uh swearing like sailors from an early age but like we, you like we were allowed to say a couple of things and it was like i mean you know, star wars too remember star wars is a you um, yeah. Well, at least it used to be like back in the day. You know, it was uh, these these original Star Wars movies were were meant to watch us by you know, with, with the fa with the family. They were fun. 
the yeah. director's cut of Obi-Wan Kenobi just absolutely losing his shit in ghost form at Luke Skywalker. Use the fucking lightsaber, you fucking, <laughs> fucking idiot! Oh, fuck this fucking stupid idiot! Fuck! Oh, what have I been saying the whole freaking time? Use the force! Use the force! Look at this guy! Turn off the fucking targeting computer! What are you doing? Did we cover the targeting computer in the lessons? We didn't. I didn't even bring it up once, and here he goes in the fucking X-Wing, what's the first thing he does? Fucking targeting. Turn that shit off. <laughs> Sorry, Obi. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save uh, when shopping on your phone or computer. How do you guys feel about get some money off stuff? I love oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great feeling. I hate paying full price for anything. And Honey makes you feel smart, lucky, and delighted to get often like 20 or 30% off when I use it. Wow. Off of, off of stuff. I have bought a lot of stuff on other websites that have needed coupons. And Huddy has been popping up, saving me money left, right, and center. It's surprising how often it does work. And I, I saved like five quid, I think, on it with a, with a Honey coupon. Pirin, how do you normally f find your deals? I wake up on a bit of coupons. <laughs> and I, I, whichever coupon book is stuck, stuck to my face with saliva from sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I leaf through it until I find a bargain and then I head down to my local store and I purchase things right. with my coupons. But it's not the most convenient system. Is there a better one, young man? <laughs> there is. There is now. You could load up your computer. Uh, it doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your iPhone too. Uh, you can install Honey by going to joinhoney.com slash triforce. That's joinhoney.com slash trifles uh, it will search for coupons uh, check it out over the internet indeed I will and you, all you have to do <laughs> is, is nothing will. it just does it automatically in the background oh um, my god and it will find coupons and stick them in it doesn't bother you the rest of the time it's great I recommend the future it. Recommend the honey. future is now yeah with honey you, you don't need to worry about you know getting all your coupons all j jumbled up or or them being out of date mm. or any of that stuff. Or getting saliva stuck on them because you fought, you fell asleep on your chair on the coupon book. Oh, my, my bed mm. of coupons. <laughs> yeah. It's like a decent proposal, but it's coupons. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Joinhoney.com slash Triforce. Thank you for sponsorship and uh, see you soon. Thank you. I feel like the I feel like growing up in the I know we talk about this a lot, but growing up in the eighties was different to to kids growing up now. I feel like for sure. Like, oh, you uh, think? Yeah, like I, I don't know. I think we got. I think we were subjected to more stuff ahead of our time, sort of thing. Than than well, maybe not. Actually, uh, that's probably bullshit. Because yeah. I, I think I think if right? we give that any thought, yeah, yeah. the internet has yeah. kind of stepped in. I just forgot but, um, about the internet. Yeah, no, that's understandable. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty forgettable. Yeah. But I was watching. Well, I mean, I've uh, been watching. Uh, David Letterman's Stupid Human Tricks and Stupid Pet Tricks, right. which is a segment that he used to do. And they're all on YouTube, it seems. Yeah. And it's interesting to see the way people dressed and acted back in the, the 80s and, and 90s. Yeah. They would travel from all over the country to do this stuff. Nowadays, they would just do a TikTok. They of, were always wearing a pair of slacks with like a sweater almost seemingly tucked in. Right. Yeah. That was, was the big. 80s. But a lot, a lot more bright colors. Yeah. And, but, but in general, the, the idea that if you didn't see this on TV, how else were you going to see it? Yeah, TV true. was the gatekeeper, right? Yeah. So I just thought it was funny because these guys were like, where do you live? Indiana. And and you got you got over here. Yeah, I had to take a flight over here. 
with the dog. It was kind of a nightmare, but uh, we're here now. So, you know, that was it. A lot of people from Long Island. But, like, Letterman was was on at, like, 11 o'clock at night as well. It's, yeah. like, quite late, right? So I don't know if that- Was it live? I guess it was live. I think right? it was I, mean, I think it was recorded during, during the, the day. day. Yeah. yeah. And then it broadcast but way, that day live. Yeah. They travel to do yeah. this thing. And they're on for like a minute or two and then they're gone. But nowadays you wouldn't do that. You would do that on TikTok or something. And you would instead do what someone like Ellen did, where you just find these big TikTokers and then put them on your TV show. And everybody's like, oh, wow, Ellen's so clever and creative. But it's just like advertising. It's all just stolen from the fucking internet. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something the other day. It was a really, really old meme. It was like a three-year-old meme. Right. Oh, you know what it was? You remember the guy... It's, it, was it that um, one where the guy's walking down the street with his girlfriend, but he's looking at some other girl or no, whatever? No, no, no. <laughs> you remember Man, that, word, that, that one? That's not how you're trying to guess the meme. That no, one. it's not. <laughs> guess the meme. <laughs> we could do a new not. segment. We could do guess a new... the meme. Yeah, yeah. Is it was that the one, one with uh, the guy with his girlfriend and he's looking at the other girl walking by or whatever? That's no, my go-to eh, every time. Not that one. No, it was the one where there's a there's a couple of guys in a car, and the one guy says to the hey. Mufasa, you know what day it is? He goes, huh? It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. And he opens the door of the car and does a, a sort of dance walking next to the car while it's slowly moving, right? It's It was huge on YouTube. You can look it up. It's called, it, the kid, the guy's name is Mufasa. He's a gigantic um, guy and he does these really cool dance moves, but also is kind of goofy and, and funny. It's, it's really good. It was very popular. That's now an advert. I saw that the other day for like, not Just Eat, but one of those fucking... That video is like four years old and they've just made it into an advert. And I was speaking about this before, about how the when Mrs. F worked for a company that did advertising, she didn't work in advertising, the creative department sits around watching YouTube videos all fucking day. Well, yeah, because they have to all be inspired day. by other people's uh, um, creations. That's one way to put it. Yeah. That's one way to put it. Yeah, nick it would be another. Yeah, well, way. I um, mean, it's some of the some of the best stuff out there is a result of just. You know, stealing somebody else's idea or whatever. You know, really? Yeah. You think the advert for for uh, I can't remember it was some insurance company that just lifted the concept from that OK Go yeah music video where they're dancing. Well, look at we buy any car after they did it. You remember that one? That was stolen from um, Go Compare, right? That was around the same time. <laughs> Go compare. What do you mean? <laughs> no. What's what's bam, bam, what's that? We buy any car. <laughs> <laughs> what what is the uh, yeah. what is the bam, I recognize bam, what that is that? It's a car honking from uh, because we buy guy. any car. <laughs> it's like a, it's a it's like part of the song. It's a surprise. Yeah, like all of the ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the You're oh, right. I don't know, Theft like, is fine. Crack on. Th- yeah. Crack on. Th- it's not, th- this is actually I've got an issue with this. Like the idea of idea theft right like if you if you come up with a if you imagine you're sitting around with loads of friends okay and you're just shooting the shit and you know you come up with loads of ideas yeah right and then a week later someone does one of those ideas Uh right how how bad is that Um, have you done this I think we are. I think I think anybody who's done any YouTube content has done it by default, right? Like uh, you just you copy other people's formats and ideas and stuff all the time. So we're all guilty. I, I, I of it, said probably. when I was talking, to, why did I, I had a chat with someone about this because I said, look, if I come up with some ideas and someone else does them, I'm fucking delighted. 
I'm not going to sue them. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to be salty. I'm going to be like, fantastic. They did something which I want. Yeah, that <laughs> well, yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. I, I came up with an idea for a thing that I thought would be cool and you've done it and it's now cool and you've been successful from it. I'm fucking delighted. Yeah, well, I would never I would have done say, it. If I had to- we had talked about something and I had suggested something I wanted to do and then you went and did it, that isn't cool. Well, that's why you sign an okay. NDA or force your friend to sign an NDA. And then <laughs> and you, then you sue their ass when they turn around and, and pull exactly. a fast one on you. Easy. I see. Simple. I'm just like, saying like, if, if, if subsequently something I had an idea for comes real. Yeah. And I, did, I, did, I didn't talk to this person about it. It just happened that, because it does sometimes happen. You'll think of something and then a movie comes out. I think, oh, I thought of something like that a few years ago. Yeah, and they but stole I my idea. make a movie about it. Well, look at well, all the Marvel superheroes. It. I thought about all of them before they came out. <laughs> and now, uh, and now somebody's rolling in money and it's on Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't talk to Stan Lee. You didn't go for lunch with Stan oh, Lee. Oh, sorry. I guess that was the, that, that's what I had to do. I mean. Uh, no, I'm saying if he'd nicked your idea, you go to lunch with Stanley, you're talking to him about this guy called the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. I was going to make the superhero called the Incredible Hulk. He'd be a big green guy. He got his powers from gamma rays. It only comes out when he's angry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty cool idea. And the next week you see Spider-Man 3 comes out. Spider-Man yeah. 4 comes out. Stan, Stan, you won't return my calls. I've been trying to get in touch with you. I wanted to know what you thought about my idea about the spider guy. Exactly. Spider that's superhero. Right? Why won't you I'm reply to me, Stan? Theft. Spider-Man 5 comes out. Spider-Man 6 <laughs> is released. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hmm. Yeah. I, I guess like it's it's obviously you're right, P Flex. It's tricky, but I feel like if it is, if it's such a simple idea, there's a good chance that someone else has come up with it as well. And it's and are they mad? I, I don't know. Like like this happens a lot, right? That stuff like uh, Spider Man. I mean, sure, who knew that was going to get big though? Yeah, right? Like you when you think came of up, anything like uh, go go and for it's about go the execution man. as well. Like you could have the best idea in the world, execute it like crap, and then it'll be it'll be garbage. Yeah. You know. I think it's about the right people doing the idea too. Yeah. Right? And time, know, timing but, is important is as well, one. which is this the is very, very fluky part of it. Because nobody can really say when the best time for something to come out is. But there is a timing element to some of this stuff too. Mm. Something mm. will have come out and just swept the nation. And it's just because there was nothing else like it at the time. But it was a simple idea, maybe so simple that people had thought about it before and just thought, no, it's kind of dumb. I'm not going to do it. But then somebody's gone and done it, done it well enough. I don't know, get into like the uh, the, the hype of uh, what people are wanting at the time. And it's just it, it's just dumb luck a lot of the time, I would say. I guess it's about the principle of the thing. But for me, like, or, or feeling left out, right? If I like come up with an idea and then that people do it without me, maybe like yeah. I'd feel left out or or maybe like if they made a load of money off of it, I'd feel like bad. But if it's just a fun thing that, that people have done or or even like, I, I feel like even if this someone- This is the whole plot some, to some, uh, some the movie idea, Coco, by the way. Um, you know, the, oh, the guy the guy <laughs> makes all those famous songs, but he, he, doesn't, uh, he doesn't have what it takes to like go, you know, national with them or whatever. And then all of his songs get stolen by a very charismatic um, singer who uh, right. claims that they're his songs, but they're not. Michael Bublé. Yeah, kind of like Michael Bublé. And then, uh, and then his uh, his nephew has to rescue him from the afterlife and convince him that he should take ownership of these amazing songs that he wrote and uh, and call out the guy who stole his material. Right? That's Does that he? is yeah. Coco. That's the whole thing around Coco, and that applies to a lot of what you just said as well. You know, coming up with Does an he? idea. 
not uh, not not going through with it, and then somebody else coming along and saying, well, I'll take that I idea. I know ideas, what to do with this. ideas, though, are not ideas. This is this is someone's created. So that's, that's well, this ideas is can be right? pre- pretty creative as well. Like, there's, there's big IPs based around people's creative I- ideas, so it's kind of the same. Yeah, but I think, again, like, you can't... Uh, what, an idea is so loose and nebulous that it might... If it's not executed right, it's crap. No. I think that if you come up with like an idea well, for something, so, I mean, some music then, is like that too. Like some original songs, it doesn't happen often. Like, but rarely you'll have a song that the original version of it is not that great, but it'll be picked up and covered by somebody well, who makes it amazing. Be, right? Like, I think I'll do a song. I think it would be really popular if I did a song on the harmonica. Yeah. Right? And you suggest that to someone, and then two weeks later, they've got like they've spent like I don't know a hundred hours writing this fucking amazing song, and you can't be angry yeah. that they ripped off your idea. You can for though, that, and right? people are like all the time, <laughs> all the damn time they are. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot the, of big the, egos. Why can't people be well? happy for other people for their own? Because their ego prevents you from it, and and there's some people out there with just out of control egos that will not allow them to be happy for another person they just need it all right they ha- they need all the the fame and the glory and the do you, but do attention. you think the really famous people the way they get to be ultra ultra famous is by being that way yes if you're the nice guy you're not going to be like taylor swift or beyonce or i think or i think like people that. probably start off reasonably nice because they have to be because they won't get anywhere otherwise but the minute they they're in a position to truly just be themselves immediately they turn into that person right like uh, mm. uh i i think i i don't know i i mean i know it, it's pretty it's a pretty cutthroat industry most of entertainment right because you, you know you're only as good as your last movie and, apparently some and some and people kind of like stuff. uh <clears throat> i was reading uh, there's a big reddit thread take it with a pinch of salt because uh, it is reddit but it was people's uh first-hand accounts of whether a celebrity was uh was was a shitty person like yeah. you know, outside the limelight or not, and uh, there was a big consensus that Shania Twain is quite a shitty person outside of the limelight. <laughs> I don't right. doubt uh, it. Sure. Apparently, Jennifer Lopez is also quite a shitty narcissistic person. I uh, I know someone who worked with um, Mariah Carey. Yes, in a similar kind of thing, and uh, she had at the time um, a lighting supervisor who followed her everywhere right. with a light meter. And uh, if the light wasn't acceptable, they uh, she wouldn't enter the room. So well, like, from sorry, what I, you need to. From add what I've light read about uh, Mariah Carey, and- is that a lot of this stuff is not really Mariah Carey. She had a PR agency who were mental and kind of um, had this image idea of her that they as a diva. Yes, her herself. She's not like that. Apparently, she's just like a five year old who lives in a bubble um, <laughs> and is actually quite pleasant <laughs> right. to be around and fun to hang out with if you just get her. But the if people like, that, I, I, that she's surrounded I, I by are titties. all insane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So recently I met Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones. Brienne of Tarth. Oh, for the she, wow um, castle thing. The, oh, sorry, I thought we were being sarcastic, Sips. It was all over the internet. I mean, <laughs> no, I was uh, so, being a bit sarcastic, but okay. then I remembered that he did indeed meet. There was this Brienne there was of Tarth. This, yeah. th- when she came in first, because we, we, we were filming this thing, she was like pretty serious and aloof. And in fact, um, she was reading off this, this book. And she sort of turned to us all at one point and was like, can you all 
please just stay still. It's putting me off. It's like ruining my focus. I need to focus on reading this or else it's not going to work. Okay. Kind of like, kind of like irritable, like irritated, like a little bit mean. And if that was the only interaction I'd had with her, I would have gone away thinking, well, Rena Patel's a bit of a bitch. Right. Um, but I, I still didn't because later on, I actually got to talk to her a bit more and yeah. she was super, super nice. And obviously it was like, you can. I think that also applies to other people, right? Like if you catch them at a bad time or when they're trying to do some work sure. or when they've got a thing on or I'm a dick to a lot of people a lot of the time. Oh, me too. Um, and if that's the only interaction you had with me, uh, I'm sorry. Um, because hopefully <laughs> I've been able to make it up to you another time by oh, being nice. And he's I, the worst. I, that sucks. <laughs> what a crappy I think, apology. I think I, I just think that 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 Reddit thread thing. Who knows? Yeah, who the, knows? That's why I'm saying. Are, take it with a pinch of salt. It's just interesting maybe, to think though that <clears throat> you have like maybe a little bit of insight. But on uh, on the positive side, apparently Elton John is uh, really really nice. Anyone who's ever yeah. worked with him, uh, like firsthand accounts of working with him, apparently he's just chucking money all over the place, helping people out when they need it. He's super into music like he'll he'll listen to people's mixtapes and 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 demos and samples but then again, and stuff i'm sure i'm sure Elton's probably been a right diva i'm sure he when, he when something pissed him off but or it's, the piano it's wasn't nice there to or, think that that you, you know, know even if he had been at least he's he's a professional he, can be, he has his, he has his moments where he's nice right you've got to be you've got to be mean to some people sometimes sure. when some people do the wrong thing yeah all like i'm gonna say is mess up you have to discipline them when, like, when it when it comes to being a big star I don't think it's possible to not be a bit of a dick in order to get things done, genuinely. Sure. Yeah. Because if you're Elton John and you go out there and the piano's kind of wonky and the sound's not great and they fucked up the lighting, the audience isn't going to think, oh man, Elton John was great, but all the other stuff was really bad. They're going to say, Elton John's st show sucked. He's the face of the show. He's the guy who has to go out there and be perfect. Yeah. He's the guy who has to go out there and nail it. He's the guy who's got to do this. Same for any artist, any actor, any musician. But you any think of them. somebody this like Elton John, I don't know if this is the case, but I like to think that somebody like Elton John, who is actually pretty talented, right? And uh, has pretty talented. been responsible for a couple of big bangers in his time or whatever. <laughs> pretty talented. Yeah. I like to think, yeah. look, I'm just trying to, to make my point here. I like to think that he could get on stage his piano would break down and he would just wing it and it would still be really fucking awesome to watch and entertaining nah. and stuff. You know what I mean? He's got to be perfect, dude. And he wouldn't really <laughs> mind so much either. You know, he would just kind of roll with it because he is pretty talented and he, he, well, can, but he again, can do this. Like maybe, but maybe it's maybe Sips he's an actual massive dick about this he sort might of stuff be. in the background. And that's what makes him appear so perfect. Sure. You know, that he's always, it's like people who, who have their riders and stuff. I feel like, I feel like those things are important because it stops the band getting angry and pissed off. And, and rightly so, but if things I, are I, not for done. For me, right? I like to think, and I know this might not be the case, but me personally, I like to think that it's a case of uh, the less talent you have, the more emphasis you place on these dumb things, right? My microphone needs to be exactly three inches away from uh, my face at all times, or I'm not going to perform. So, you know what I mean? Like all these little technicalities. I get you. I think yeah. it might be I the other you. way around. No, I, I, think I, I feel like around. there's some people who are just so talented that it doesn't matter. All of these little hiccups or, or little things don't matter. They'll still get out there and they'll just smash out a good show. No, no problem. 
right? Mm. I think maybe and they'll get right. to the end I of it and they'll just be like, "Oh, it. don't worry, Barry. These things happen. Right. It's fine. I'm talented as fuck. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, yeah, I, my pants can fall down and the show will still be awesome. You know what I mean? I like I, I to think that. that. Yeah, I get that. But I think a lot of the time people want to see a show that's really, really slick and well put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the I way understand. you get that, and the, like I said, the thing is, they're the face of the product. Nobody's going to know the name of this lighting technician that fucked up yeah. or the sound guy that fucked up. All they're going to think is, wow, insert star here. Really, that was that sucked. But and that's not... that. They're the only person who the show reflects on. You know, you hear these stories like uh, about stuff like this, right? Like uh, Axl Rose is probably a really good example of somebody who's like a <laughs> yeah. bit of a diva around this oh, stuff, right? Oh, a bit of a diva, I'd say. There's, yeah, there's the definitely horror stories of him just like refusing to go on stage because like he didn't have uh, 10 cherries before the show or whatever, right. you know, like the, shit like that. As as much as I've liked Guns N' Roses and uh, if I didn't know anything about Axl Rose, uh, I would just be like, oh man, Guns N' Roses are like pretty pretty good band at the time mm-hmm. or, or, you know, maybe like some of their stuff is like kind of like classic now his his behavior has definitely made me see them like in a worse light you know like i can't i can't like help but think that like no matter how many of their their shows they did were great or whatever there was always this asshole behind the scenes mm. you know what i mean and like uh, I, 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 I think can't most shake of that. them are yeah i think pretty much every single big big act has to fight for everything sure i think in, yeah. and they they've got this kind of siege mentality where if something's wrong, why are you trying to sabotage my show? It's all got to be just so. Yeah, also, I, get, I get it. But. If, if you're if you're a big star, genuinely, think of the pressure that you are under to perform and be perfect and be amazing and all this all the time. I, I, I get it. I think it's human nature. There is also, obviously, there are some people who are just complete cunts yeah, and it's an yeah. ego thing and they've let it all go to their head. Well, that's also I'm not human nature that. in a lot I'm of ways too, that. right? Yeah, like, because it happens like every time. Yeah. So we think these are bad people. But I just think you could put pretty I, much I anyone in that situation and they turn me, into the same like, person. I think the way this works for me is that sometimes I I always target the squeakiest wheel or or, or, or the worst thing that's happening. Right? Mm. So it, everything could be perfectly fine, but the, the thing that is the worst will get my focus. So and DAV, like, okay, this we're just make, talking this about this DAV thing right better. here. We're just- no, we're not. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's common where you can also get into, if you're not careful... Which I think did happen a little bit this Jingle Jam. You get into a mindset of being so worried about everything that you're kind of over, like over, 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 over fearful of ev- of everything, right? Yeah. And I think I think also sometimes when we've had a few streams where things have gone wrong or done a few shows where something's gone wrong, you know, like as much as you say, like someone entertaining could just pull through, and we can always do that. It's it's no good if we start the stream you know, a half an hour late or, or, or like the sound doesn't work for the first 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that's that, however good you are as Elton John, if your microphone's not fucking on for the first 10 minutes, you're going to have trouble. Yeah, but right? if you're up there and doing the backflips and the fireworks show is still working, who gives a shit, right? Like, that's true. I think it's, I think it's, I think there's like, maybe some people can, can, can handle yeah. it. But I, I think that I, I, maybe some people, maybe Elton would just stand up and bow to the audience and walk around and talk to people for 10 minutes until, 
they told him that it was all working. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe he has. Maybe he knows. Maybe he is. But the that's such a good example, though, because like some people are like that. But and and it's just a little thing, but it goes such a long way. You know what I mean? Like you'll have these stories about like uh, Elton John or like Dave Grohl or whatever, where people are like, oh, you know, such and such wasn't working, and everybody's getting mad or whatever. But he was just like drinking water and chatting to people at the front, and and it's like it's excused because people can be reasonable as long as like the other person is is also a bit reasonable too mm. you know but but is does dave grohl have a whipping boy who goes around yelling at people in the background to get it fixed you see what i mean to keep well, it off him does elton john have an asshole following him around they do. who takes the flag but these people always you know? do and you've seen it with uh, with uh, even with other like youtubers and stuff because it's not even that these people are sought out in the first place they 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 seek out these people and and think that they're Doing what they and need to do on their them. behalf. Yeah, it's so like it like their, uh, like, like, like Mango, they're almost like right? like well, yeah. no, but you know, <laughs> Mango's what I mean? just his enforcer. She just comes in. What the fuck is this? I'm not having spiffs it on this side. You can you have. Move. You can have. You sit there. She's like that. She's brutal. A lot of the That's times, true. you can have the front facing person is like the nicest person you'll ever meet, and then there, whoever manages them or is like responsible for just like taking care of them is just a total arsehole. Like you just you can't believe that the two of them would even spend five seconds together, but. But right. there you are. That's, they gotta, that's not Mango is lovely. Mango is really lovely. Yeah. Well, we have to say that, of course, or she'd fucking destroy us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, but it's uh, like, uh, you know what I mean, right? Like, there's there, there's definitely an element of that. It's like, uh, I, I don't know, these people that want to, like, manage talented people they 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 seek them out right like it's not it's not mm. the other way around a talented person isn't looking for some arsehole to manage them it's the, the the manager that is is so incessantly trying to get in and 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 manage the person and to be part of it or whatever mm. he was the successful arsehole in a previous job yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got five years' experience being an I've asshole. I've got a very, very <laughs> impressive resume of being an asshole. I've shouted at a lot of people. Hey, speaking of resumes, cool. today is the big day, by the way. Uh, everybody's favorite TV show, The Apprentice, <laughs> is back on. Oh my god! <laughs> really? <laughs> Fuck oh off! Boy. Wait, did, did you watch? Uh, did you watch Traitors? Then, dude? I did not watch Traitors. No. Uh, I, I think you guys would like that show. I cannot. I think you, I think I can't, you would like. Chapter. I can't handle Winkleman. I haven't watched it yet. So she's not Winkleman. really in it, Claudia Winkleman. She's like she's the least offensive television producer we've. Uh, yeah, television producer oh, we've man. got. Like she's... I don't know how you could hate her. I'm not a fan, but she's not. She's, she's not like nails on a chalk. Awkward for me. I just can't God. handle it. Yeah, I just cannot. You, have, you you do have some odd hatreds. I can't. Th- I can't explain it. I can't explain it. I think you just hate women. You hate Claudia Winkleman. and you hate Adele. No, I don't hate, hate Adele. I just don't want to watch her every other woman live. we've ever spoken about. You were just flaming Mango. Oh, I, I I was not. You guys were flaming Mango. Okay, I have no no ill will towards Mango whatsoever. I think Mango's pretty great, actually. Um, pretty great, he says. Well, you gotta you gotta play it down a little bit. Um, but uh, no, I don't hate women at all. What are you talking about? I love women. <laughs> I, I, lo- I, I love I love I love all sorts of women. I'm just saying, if you hate Claudia Winkleman, you're a misogynist. That's what I'm saying. Come on, I that's see. not fair. I'm not even saying I hate what, Claudia Winkleman. I just Twitter choose is, not to Twitter watch is it. Saying. Twitter is saying you fair are, or not. Yeah, I don't think you'll be in. There's a whole Reddit thread about it already. Sips, <laughs> yeah, there's actually. a thread right I know now. We haven't Why does Sips podcast, hate but... women? Oh come on! <laughs> it's that's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Of course it's not true. I wouldn't say it if it was true. 
I mean, uh, 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 catch me when the when the mics aren't live and the story will be different. But for for now, <laughs> I love them. I love them. <laughs> I mean, you're three kids of evidence of how much you love women. Yeah, I love maybe. women. Okay. God, I love them so much. I'm obsessed with I them. I just don't really want to see an Adele show live. There's other acts I would rather much, see. Though. Don't love them too and, much. And Winkleman, Winkleman, there's there's other presenters that I think uh, could could do better. You know what I mean? I hate I, male I, I presenters. Hate. No, I'm not even saying uh, male presenters, but I'm just saying like, why not just get Who like get, just get fucking Tess Daly on there or something? You know what I mean? I can <laughs> I can handle Tess. I like Tess. I like Tess, Tess. a lot. Yeah, I like actually. Tess. So anyway, putting Claudia Winkleman to one side, if I may. No offense, Claudia. Uh, I know she listens to the podcast uh, avidly. Um, Wait, are you the- talking about Claudia Winkleman on uh, tr- on BBC Traders? I love she's, that she's show. Hosted. Oh man, I <laughs> right, love Winkleman. Okay. Honestly, you you should watch it. I I think you would really. I like I saw the show it being you. advertised during the World Cup, but I just sort of figured. Uh, right. I, the, but if I, you like The Apprentice, dude, I'm telling you, this well, is Reddit be street. The thing Give is, it a try. As as is well documented, I don't actually like The Apprentice. Okay. I I hate right, watch but The Apprentice. This is the same deal, but it's also got some bits in that you would be like. Oh my god! Married at first sight is another one that I absolutely hate. Watch today, like, but you watch it. Yeah, I do watch it. Yeah, right. So it's I honestly, given the things you said that you enjoy watching, you think I, I could hate watch traders? Yeah, I cannot see you not enjoying this show. It feels I'd be too gamey, though. I saw like a bit of it, and there was like people well, really hardcore conspiring, and I, I yeah. like I just I don't know. Can, can you get point. that into it though? Um, I mean, have you ever played Mafia or Werewolf? Yes. It's that, the TV show. That's it. Oh, right. Uh, but with a couple of twists. But right. it's basically, like, the one is they can seduce people and they go to them at night and say, you either join us or we're going to murder you tonight. So you add new traitors to the mix. Oh. So if they've lost a traitor, they can add a new one in and then throw them under the bus if they want and say, I told you, you know, and sort of, so they h- recruit someone as a traitor and then out them as a traitor. That's That kind of shit could happen. Right. Right? So there's all kinds of twists and turns. I'm just saying, give it a try. You're, you're talking about The Apprentice, The, the tra- Traitors is also there, and it's all up there, I think, you all can right. watch it all. Okay. So give it a go. I'll give it a Winkleman go. Winkleman is not in it that much. She's like, right. bare, bare Winkleman. I started watching uh, Black Books. I had no, oh, I'd, I'd never show. watched it before, and uh, we've been watching it, and it is quite funny, actually. It's, it's, it's a classic. It's a classic, I know. People keep telling me this. That's why I've uh, I've decided to watch because you can watch the whole thing on uh, Four on Demand, right? Yeah, it's all, yeah. All on there, it's not so. much of it. It's no, so there's like like three seasons. Three seasons, yeah. But they're only like half an hour episodes. Yeah, yeah. But that means it's, it's like... good tight comedy. Yeah, it's not. No, it's, no it's it is very funny. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's just a study of three characters. It's Manny, very quick. Bernard it's good. and Tamsin Greed character, whose name I always forget. Well, of course, though, you can't talk about black books in the same way you can't talk about black Harry Harry Potter anymore. No, because black, the black person Harry who Potter. wrote it is uh, insane. <laughs> black yeah. Well, Bill Bailey. There, there's a thing about Bill Bailey just recently where he was saying. Like he hasn't talked to him in years, but he was a great comic writer, and people are like upset that he even sort of said that he's a great comic writer. Like, yeah, like people are, are yeah. very much like, do not. This is Twitter. This is why I think I should quit social media because I feel like it's only a matter of time before I before I say a nice thing about someone and I'm I'm removed from 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 Twitter. It's crazy. I did I did I did unfollow Graham Linehan. I did as well. Someone he's on, insane. on we talked about I was, this about three years ago. I was. Legacy. F- oh, was well. I followed yeah. him okay, in the good. first place because he's, I thought. I mean, he's he's literally insane now. He is. He insane. is actually fully insane. Yeah. Like, well, uh, yeah. You say he's insane. You know who is genuinely insane? 
is the old LBC presenter Majid Nawaz. Right. He was <laughs> he was arrested. Okay. okay. He was arrested okay. back in the day as being part of a terrorist group, if I remember rightly. And he was nicked and spent time in prison and came out a changed man. And he was like this voice of liberal reason. He he's a he's a Muslim guy in Britain on LBC talking about how, you know, we should all get along and all this kind of stuff. The moment the COVID stuff hit, he's now all he's talking about is the new world order. They're trying to put vaccines in us to control us. Like he's literally gone from this supposedly reasonable guy to fucking batshit. It's got to be early onset dementia or something. In, no, in some he's of like these in cases. his 40s. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's no, it's got to no, be no, some no. sort of some form of like hysteria or something, right? To just suddenly become so unreasonable like almost overnight. Like I don't understand it. I don't understand how you can well, be like a like like a seemingly laid back reasonable person and then just turn into an insane person like like at the drop of a hat. Like it doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure he was ever 100 percent all there. Right. Like. You think he it was did like some an act? Crazy stuff. You think no, he was putting it on? No, I just think he was a bit of an. He was a bit of a nut. Right. People change, but they also don't change. You know what I'm saying? I'd say people don't really change that much. They do a little. They bit. change and then they change. You have they to really want to change, and and most people can't even stick to a diet, let alone changing their entire mentality or or evolving. Their, their their thought process or anything like that. Right? I got in trouble for saying this about two months ago when yeah. we were talking about the language of love right. and how you need to change the way you speak to people. And right. I said, I think it's very, very hard for people to change. Yeah. And who you are is pretty much who you are and you can work at it. You can. But you're still fighting it's against work, who you though. actually are. It is a lot of work. Yeah. And people were like, this is bullshit. He's wrong. People can absolutely change. Yeah, people want to think not, that, uh, though. The thing is, like, do you think that, like, not only people don't change, okay, uh, uh, particularly when they're stupider and they're uh, more stubborn, or when it, when it is is a is, is a change that requires them to be um, that that actually affects their life, right? Like, as in, like, their relationships or their family or their their their, their region, you know. Yeah. The, but not only people don't change, but people don't change from generation to generation. No, right? yeah. Like, I think that you you look at like what things were like a hundred years ago. Okay, we're talking a hundred years ago, a long time ago. Yeah, like, you know, nineteen twenty-three. Twenty-three. You know, yeah. <laughs> people. Was it really that? that different i mean and everyone will say to me yes 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 it was so different but but people went to the the, the movies people people hung out and read books people hung out with each other people played board games people dressed in clothes and ate at restaurants and i don't know like 99 percent of things were pretty similar yes they didn't have certain medications yes healthcare was different yes the things were different, you know, certainly respect for women and these things were different, but but the general day-to-day -day boring shit that you live and you live in your life, gossiping about, you know, people next door, you know, having awkward relationships with people. These things are, these these human things that are always part of us and, and also having fucking pretty radicalized views, like or believing in religion. You know, we've been working for 400 years to undermine faith and yet it's such a huge part of mm. so many people's everyday lives today and more people are being born that are religious today it's amazing praise jesus that yeah. people believe every time i meet someone <laughs> who's a big christian believer i feel so shocked or someone who believes in ghosts like i'm just so shocked this, is there much like, i think it's a fine line between those two groups in all honesty uh, it really I, think is. I, I think i think if you're given to uh, believing in in things uh like ghosts 
and I like given to and believing I, I in I the hope Holy you, Spirit. I hope that you like be believing in fairies and fanciful crap and doing all this. And good, good for you. And if it gives you some joy in your life, or it gives you some stability in your life, and and you you get good value out of it, great. But if it's just fucking making you upset and traumatized and worried uh, that, that you're gonna go to hell or someone's ghost's gonna grab you, like someone's like ghost's gonna grab you. <laughs> these don't. These things don't. They're not Get real. Her. That was your whole plan. Get they're her. They're just not. Get real. her. Come on. I, so I guess what I'm saying is that that I've I've sort of I'm I'm fascinated with the idea that yes, humans can't change, and sometimes it's because they don't want to, and sometimes it's because. They can't. We, we don't live long enough, right? Like by the time we're like forty, we've God, only just realised. How much long do I have left? I'm forty-seven this year. The, <laughs> when, when you're already you, talking like, about life being over. By the time you're forty, it's over. Here's me knocking on the door of fifty. Meet, some people you like let me are mature damn. beyond their years, right? And they know, like some you speak to some like you know eighteen, twenty-year-olds who are like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've got my totally head screwed on. I know, I understand everything, relationships, gossip, like Twitter, social media, how it's all, how it all works, and you know they're like super clued in and other people are just like the next generation of football hooligans it's like <laughs> really we still got them why are you becoming one we're giving birth to people now and they're growing up to become football hooligans how because they're, how is this happening because their their parents still are and and their parents still are it's like you like you were saying it's a generational thing like uh like this basically this, it's, this yeah, stuff it's, does it, get it handed is. down and uh if you don't work hard to break the cycle then and you, because you people don't change yeah, their children are repeat their become them. Yeah, or can become them uh, easily. Easily become them because when you're uh, when you're a small child, the impressions that you have from the world are are, are so long lasting, right? Like uh, they're, they're they're things that you at the time don't think about. You just accept as the norm. So when you grow up and become an adult, they become comforting norms for you right and that's why people yeah. slip into these like uh, odd odd uh, behaviors or ways of being or whatever like it all stems back to how your childhood was and even mm. if you had a like a, a decent enough childhood um they say like if you weren't shown love as a child for example like you you had a safe childhood you had everything that you wanted but your parents just like never spoke to you never said they loved you or whatever it has like a huge effect on on kids right because at that age yeah. It's important to have like that unconditional love. It's important to have the safety. It's important to have routine and and all these things. And if you don't have them, um, it fucks you up as an adult for sure. Can I? Uh, can I? Can we end this podcast on a poem for a change? Yes, please. A, a poem. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, I just wanted to mention. Um, I went to the. I guess that's uh, a no. <laughs> Frankenstein. I went to a Frankenstein bar. <laughs> right. In. Of course you did. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's what. That's not another poem. Of course you that's fucking did. That's not a story did. about a fucking. Well, what Frankenstein else did you do bar. that was fun over the holidays? <laughs> Fill us but in. They, they had the Frankenstein movie playing, uh, and it sort of yeah, right, again, of it reminded me of like that. It wasn't. It's not all that. It's not like Alien, right? It's like a. It's not a family movie for sure, but it's certainly like a um, a wake up call. I don't know. It's you know. It's 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 not. What what you think it is necessarily? It's not this sort of. I don't know. It's not this. Where did this come know, it's, from? It's, it's definitely we were talking dated. about. Anyway, so, fuck it. Fine. <laughs> just you do your fucking poem. You do your fucking poem. Poem starts. And I'll just think about this on my own. In the past hour of us chatting, 
I have managed to fish up 245 frosted Rhinefin tunas, which uh, I'm going to sell for some for some big cheddar cheese. So thank you, you very welcome. much. All right, you, this you, is you. a poem called This Be the Verse by Philip Larkin. They it's, not you even, it's not even your own poem? No. What the fuck, man? You're just going to steal somebody else's creativity? <laughs> You're stealing someone else's thing. You're talking about how... Just listen to the you poem only, and you'll understand. You could only use Ignore... a line of it. No, no you I'm going to use, use the whole thing. Because it's, uh, otherwise you're copyright. <laughs> no, it's, it's, like, a, it's reading a poem. <laughs> it's fair use. You can just use go. A, you can use... Fucking go. Listen. This, this is, ignore the Frankenstein shit, listeners. Go back to the last thing we talked about prior to the fucking out of nowhere Frankenstein derailing, which well, like, I really wasn't expecting. It was like a, never mind. Just listen. Oh. They fuck you up, your mum and dad. They may not mean to, but they do. They fill you with the faults they had and add some extra just for you. But they were fucked up in their turn by fools in old style hats and coats who half the time were soppy stern and half at one another's throats. Man hands on misery to man. It deepens like a coastal shelf. Get out as early as you can and don't have any kids yourself. Philip Roth. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you go. A classic. You got to break the cycles. No. That's the thing. That's the key thing. And it's work. And it's hard work to do as well because you're breaking the cycle not only for your kids, but you're trying to break yourself out of the same cycles as well too, right? And it's, it's non-stop work. And most people do not want to do non-stop work. And that's why people don't tend to change very much. The end. The Thank end. you, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Peace. Peace.